Good evening, listeners, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Liv. And I'm Ango. And this is Off Screen. So, Liv, what is this podcast? What are we trying to do? Well, the sort of theme of this podcast is we're trying to find ways to get our eyeballs off of the screen. Because our eyeballs are on the screen a lot of the time, we have found. Yes, they feel very on on screen. That's just because you're staring at me over Skype. That is true. It does seem like my eyes are boring into yours right now. It's kind of ironic to start a podcast where you're off screen, but that's so much of that means that you're staring at a screen but I think we'll just go with it I was just that thought just occurred to me is this a plot hole in our (laughs) podcast before we've even started well maybe let's not Uh, put this in the recording I don't know I think it's quite funny (laughs) we'll just edit this part out and then no one will ever know but maybe we won't (laughs) and that's a mystery that's the kind of content (laughs) treats tonight (laughs) that's the kind of content you'll be getting um So Liv, what's this podcast about? Well, the idea behind this podcast is that Angu and I are going to try a new activity every week and then (laughs) report back to all of you as to how we found it. The activity has to be under 10 quid to do and off screen. And that's pretty much it. Yes. And one who's not from the UK, quid means pounds oh sorry that was really exclusionary wasn't it no I thought so so I wanted to clear things up anyway Liv how have you found your week and how much time do you think that you spend on your screen well usually I would just check on my phone to see my screen time which is usually like really appalling Um, but I actually got a new phone this week now I have two phones (laughs) (laughs) one my old phone which I use for music and the other my new phone which I use for everything else so now my screen time is divided across both screens which is actually it's a lot nicer to get that reminder on Monday mornings you're able to cheat the system you know you've just hacked it because by spreading it across it just makes it look like you've done way less so we applaud that here, but not really because that's kind of the entire opposite of what we're trying to do. I've decided this podcast uses the royal we. I think I've decided. <laughs> it <laughs> shall kind be of... the law. <laughs> it shall be the law. Um, so, so why do you think that we spend so much time on our screens? Well, I mean, it's a difficult question to answer because, well, right now it's the 1st of November we've just found out that we're going into lockdown on Thursday and we came out when did we come out of lockdown a couple months ago did we ever come out of lockdown well we did and go we did (laughs) I was outside yesterday (laughs) but I take the humor well I think that was what started the the ballooning of the screen time for me in the big lockdown I first I had exams so I was studying 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 da 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 and then I finished my exams. And you ever get that period after you finish your exams when you like can't remember what you ever did for fun or ever enjoyed before the exams? Yeah, I get that feeling of, you know, emptiness inside. It's like when you watch a really good um, TV show. Yeah, or you're reading a really good book and you can't remember afterwards what you did with your life. Well, it's more like um, 
well now it just sounds like a really like exams but it's just that intenseness or I don't know I get this I get kind of absorbed into that world and then I got I get spit out at the other end and I'm just like oh god like what is this reality still exists and then I'm just like what do I do now so I get that instead so basically that I have (laughs) that and then I couldn't think of anything to do it was lockdown so I couldn't see anyone so I just sort of spent two weeks on a screen i started re-watching vampire diaries from the beginning from season one episode one and i got all the way into season four which is a really really dark place also note to anyone listening vampire diaries does not improve upon a rewatch. it is so much worse than i thought it was when i was 14 but obviously you know my crush for ian summerholder is just will last eternity he well, is a god I realised upon the rewatch I'm actually a Stefan girl. Real <gasps> women are Stefan girls, and it's the girls who like Damon. Don't just don't try and real woman this. But anyway, I guess we're just gonna have to do a rewatch angle. So I was on screens a lot, and I basically there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with binge watching Vampire Diaries. I suppose the thing is. You would just get to the, at least I would just get to the end of the day and I would realise I'd accomplished literally nothing. I would just be in my pyjamas from the night before and I'd be like, wow, I don't even need to change. <laughs> I'm prepped for bed. How about another episode of The Vampire Diaries? Let's see if Klaus and Caroline ever get together. They don't. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Well, what about you, Ango? Why has your screen time been going up? I feel like this is very targeted at me. Um, so, I mean, I think my screen time has always been up. I don't mean to brag. It's always but been I, up. It's been it fat. It's been, it's been, a, you know, a good old time. Um, I, yeah, because I remember, like, my earliest memories were, you know, going on the internet when it was new and exciting when I was really young and playing oh. on a mini clip. That was. Oh, my God, mini clip. Did you ever play that game Motherload where you like tried to drill into the Earth's core and collected like special ores? I mean that does strike a bell but I think Motherload is also a cheat on Sims so I don't know if you're getting confused. Oh no, trust me, I know the Sims cheats as okay. well as any Sims ho. <laughs> which is anyway. well. Um, so yeah, I remember playing, I played a lot of Redbeard, um, nice. shout out to anyone who's ever played that game. Um, but what about Neopets? Did you ever play Neopets? Yeah, I love Neopets. I was obsessed and I like, probably obsessed for way too long. So I remember playing in secondary school and by then it's just way, oh, you know, no, I was in, I got really into the Neopets stock market, which is something Ooh. lots of people didn't know about, but I mean, real fans like us. We Not like other girls. I, I used the the stock market. Just, got the magic paintbrushes and everything. They were quite rare. They were quite hard to get. Well, we were quite rare then. <laughs> um, yes, girls who play Neopets. And then You're just hyping think... up screen time. This is the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> it is. I think so. I think for both of us, a lot of our childhood was spent around screens, watching movies, TV shows. I think as well. I think when you're not outside as much because you live in the UK and it's you know grey and horrible outside and that kind of real advert for anyone (laughs) wanting to move here um but yeah it's that kind of like feeling of indoors oh the screen's available and there's Mm. so many things that you can do so it's not we're not I think on this podcast bashing the amazing things you can do with screens and 
Um, especially for neopets. <laughs> especially neopets. You learn a lot. And I think so much of what we've learned has come from screens. But I think that um, I've got to the point where it's hard to think of anything I've done during the day that hasn't involved a screen. And I find that scares me because there is so much of you kind of like actual physical world that I haven't really explored yet and so much actual outdoor life so I think that I know I'm getting deep ready <laughs> but I think that that that's what um made me think about cutting my screen time down because I do spend way too much time watching now Gilmore Girls um oh I told you to start watching that didn't I I said autumn vibes we're really not selling this whole trying to get off screens we're encouraging each other to watch tv shows just well, we don't have to be perfect Dango. and actually I haven't I'm trying to do this new thing where I don't watch any tv by myself because I think that's when it gets dangerous so like if I'm watching a series with my boyfriend or like my family I'll like only watch it with them and I won't do anything independently and that's been quite good for me because then they're like a check on you you can't just watch well with my mom I can just watch three episodes in a row because she is a (laughs) relentless binger oh my god that woman's a machine but apart from her it's usually a check yeah and I think that's kind of good to have boundaries between um what you're you know how much time you're spending on a screen so I think I try and at least you one thing a day, one activity for a, a hobby or something that I like doing just to get my head away and give my eyes a break. Because honestly, at the end of the day, working at a job that involves screens, um, your eyes are kind of just so like, oh, papery and dry and horrible. So I think that's another thing. Wow, that really like almost perfectly brought us on to the next segment of the podcast. But then you went on about eyes for <laughs> so long. It's kind of not really connected anymore. Well, then I can just, you know, do a really smooth segue. And then be like, um, so Liv, do you like climbing? Because I like climbing. No, I don't like climbing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like climbing. Um, and... Well, a couple of months ago, I tried to take Ango and another friend who shall not be named <laughs> climbing with me. I don't know why I said tried. I did succeed. Um, and we it's went again. A year ago. Just going to point that out. It was a year fun. ago. Yeah. Oh, well, this is the lockdown effect again. I sort of deleted all those months from my mind. It's like they didn't happen. Anyway, we went climbing back then. We also went climbing last week. And we're here to talk about it woo <laughs> it's so sarcastic it's not what the fans want well yeah I mean it is true I actually don't know why I react in that way because um we'll talk about my experience with climbing later but I thought it was a really actually quite fun activity and something quite not as hard as I thought to get into so um it's gonna be really hard yeah I actually did um why? Why do I find it hard to get into? I think it's the idea that when you start off with new things, um, like a new hobby, you just get really scared that. Well, I do. I don't know. I'm just that you that you you just get really scared. Yeah. I get really, I get really scared that I'm just like oh, I know nothing about it. I have no skills in this area. Have no idea if I'm going to be good at it. So the inner perfectionist in me is just like you're going to be bad at it. So why try? And I think that's getting getting quite deep but I think that is true with new stuff you don't want to do it because you're like oh god it sounds hard and climbing does sound a bit scary I think the idea you might 
break a limb. I think that is quite a scary prospect. I don't know. That's just me, though. Anyway, um, this is kind of the thing with, like, being an adult, I guess. You're not really forced to do new things that you're not good at anymore. Like, as a kid, you're always made to do, like sports and after school clubs and stuff but then when you get old enough you get to stop doing that and at first you're like oh yay I don't need to do that anymore but then as you get a bit older you're like oh maybe I want to do other stuff now but then you're too scared to go out and reveal that you actually know nothing about what you're going to do. Yeah I think it's the fear of the unknown that kind of plagues you and you get to the point where you're an actual adult and um, people don't expect you to be you know, starting new things. Exactly. Yeah. No one else starts new things anymore. At least that's what it seems like. So when you go, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> this modern generation—they never start new things. God, I hate the modern generation. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's that kind of thing of when you, yeah, when you start when you start climbing, everyone is watching you. It's, that's what you think in your head. Everyone's like watching you fall down uh, and not do the easy things. Um, but then I think that you kind of get over that. And that's something that I think would be really good to keep doing, doing new things, because then you, the more and more you kind of fail at them in some way, the better you are. Um, and I think if you go with other people, that's quite handy. It's quite good. I like that. Friends. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> so, Liv, how did you get into climbing? Um as a child, really, um, I, fun fact, if you didn't know, um, I lived in Switzerland when I was younger. Um, <laughs> you can't see this, listeners, but the smile just dropped from Anko's face. Um, and climbing is obviously very big there because they have some very big mountains. So <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that indoor bouldering is because they have big mountains. Well, Ango, you're not a climber, so you don't understand. No okay, offense. sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, well, what I was going to say before Ango rudely interrupted me is there is this culture of outdoor climbing in Switzerland. And when you have that culture, you naturally get more indoor climbing things. It's much more of a thing. So I started when I was, I think, I must have been like 10, 11. Um... And it's really easy when you're that age because you don't really weigh anything and you're not afraid of falling and dying like we are at this age. Uh, And then when I moved to London, this was before bouldering was cool, by the way. So I was sort of like the uh, one of the original hipster climbers. (laughs) And suddenly recently it's gotten really trendy and there are loads of bouldering gyms coming up everywhere. And people like Ango want to jump on the train. I just can't get over the fact that you've already used a line. I did it before, it's cool. Um, <laughs> it was ironic, Ango. It's the humour. I do not think it came across that way. But anyway, yeah, you started a while ago. Um, and then how did you kind of, like, did you do that the whole of your childhood? Or is that something you've done more recently? Um, uh, well, I did, I stopped when I moved to London because it's kind of hard to climb as a child here and you you need to wait until you're like 16 until you can do it unsupervised but I picked it up more seriously when I graduated from uni um and there is this big like bouldering renaissance going on right now lots of gyms are opening everywhere so I started going again and I started trying to bully all my friends into going with me I managed to successfully bully my boyfriend into climbing and now he really likes it. And I'm starting my stealth campaign on bullying Ango. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's not really a stealth campaign when it's actively say it (laughs) yeah i don't know if you've got what stealth is but um no i wouldn't stealth the definition of stealth no the opposite of stealth um being obvious i don't know started my obvious campaign to get ango climbing (laughs) yes and it worked to be fair give it to you you know it's a successful campaign um well I feel like I'm a bit less self-conscious in the climbing gym because like I think you just sort of become immune to some of the fears that people are watching you and like falling off the wall and stuff but how did you find that as a newcomer yeah so it's still going back to that idea of um like not wanting to fail in front of other people um and I think that when you do things you know, out in the world where people can see you as opposed to kind of... In your bedroom. Well, yeah, in your bedroom behind a screen. Um, You do feel like people are... People care about what you do and people are looking at what you do. And I think that I find that very difficult. So I think that for me, being a beginner and not being good at it was hard, but then better when I could actually do some of the stuff. And I felt like also when I looked around and no one was actually looking at me and no one seemed remotely interested in me and it was just my god complex being like I love <laughs> your god complex. main character Surely you know everyone is complex my goddess complex I'm not gonna say that because <laughs> it sounds horrible but anyway yeah it's, it's so I found that quite difficult but I think that it is something that I think just gets easier so I wouldn't let that put you off it and I definitely feel a lot better definitely go with someone else there are classes at a lot of bouldering gyms that have for, for beginners and they have seen I've seen ones for women as well yeah. um which I think is quite quite nice I think it's nice because climbing gyms have this stereotype that they're like peopled with like really huge shirtless guys climbing up walls and like ignoring you um which is often true <laughs> <laughs> but also there are lots of women who climb um so you don't need to be intimidated by the big shirtless men Just maybe yeah. stay bringing them up <laughs> i think that um climbing is seen as a more masculine sport yeah uh, it does it does like kind of make you feel already inferior i think we talked about that already it's that idea of already feeling that you're kind of um on the bottom starting on the left foot uh, is that nice that, is that yeah a, i think so <laughs> yeah. um but then there's nothing wrong with starting with the left foot anyway um it's <laughs> nothing wrong with the left foot guys there is nothing wrong with the left foot <laughs> but um yeah it's the idea of you already starting off at something that you might not be the most you know physically suited for even though you, sh- you I guess you shouldn't think like that for sports but I think it's an idea that a lot of women have yeah and to add on to what Ango said before like it's hard in a climbing gym because it is so open and people will people like will see you on the wall you know they're not just going to all turn away but <laughs> no one really no one is watching you like everyone <laughs> is just so like absorbed in their own climbs um so they're not gonna like take some time out of their schedule to be like wow that girl is terrible (laughs) and if they like 
do which they won't it's just like how often do you remember people who do stuff that aren't isn't, isn't very good you just don't remember people as much as you remember yourself doing that activity yeah and this is why it's also nice to go with like other people who are beginners as well because then people will just think oh they're beginners yeah. you know no one's gonna <laughs> judge you for being a beginner exactly um and everyone has to start from somewhere so yeah unless you're blessed with some i know innate spider like <laughs> <laughs> blessed with some innate ability i don't think ego that. leaves no comment on my blessed innate <laughs> abilities um moving on um <laughs> let's go into why you enjoy it as an activity so I would recommend climbing to everyone because it's it's just lots of fun. Like it's like the stuff you used to do as a kid when you could like climb up stuff and swing around and just have a good time. But you get to do that and call it your daily exercise and feel like you've achieved something. Um, so that's what I would say. It's very low pressure. You can do just go around, mess around, do whatever you want, have a good time. And it's really good exercise at the end of the day. Yeah, I think the exercise element is something that I didn't really grasp until like the I didn't day. Grasp that it was exercise. <laughs> well, and no. you're just watching like a bouldering championship thinking oh, I could do that. <laughs> I mean they do make it look really easy. <laughs> I'm just It's just a really annoying thing. You see someone who just like climbs the problem that you've been working on for a month and then just like like they're walking up the wall. So annoying Yeah. Um and I think that like I but genuinely I didn't feel like it was exercise in the same way because it was actually fun for me. <laughs> I go loves exercise. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, I did realise it the next day when uh, my arms wanted to die um, and wanted to fall off my body and kind of felt like that for five days. So <laughs> only recently have I regained the ability. Your arms to... come back from the underworld. They have. Um, How are your fingers? Did your my... fingers hurt? No, my fingers were fine. It was it was like kind of my forearm. So yeah, the bit near my elbow, um, I don't use that muscle. Like when would you use that muscle in your climbing. life? Climbing. Or climbing, That's yeah. It. That's how you know, you just test that one elbow muscle. Yeah, exactly. So now that muscle is very hench to match the rest of my really hench body. Um, as you can have really test. like hard skin on your hands. Um, no, your hands. I, my skin is soft like a... Like an artist who hasn't done a hard day's work in their life. Like their well, baby. That is, of course, what you are. <laughs> <laughs> because I have tiny, small baby hands, which are never known hard work. So sadly, they really they get <laughs> they get very um very hurt by the process of um climbing up these um bouldering walls because they just kind of scratch you a bit. But I think that it was kind of like a nice feeling. I think to be able to used your it's gonna make it sound weird like use your body in that way like use your like your strength and your ability to be like whoa my body can actually climb this wall how cool um so I think that's that's quite a nice thing about doing things physically off a screen um you get to actually you do physically on the screen (laughs) Yeah. online like zoom <laughs> yoga classes well yeah i mean you can do that that is still on your screen but i mean i think that's a bit different i think there's levels of that's you know, acceptable screen time I, I would i would class that as acceptable <laughs> also i know we, we kind of seem like we're like the screen police and just like no, no no all screen time is like 
horrific but I think there are definitely ways that you can use screen time to be productive and learn things that like do physical things like gym or workouts stuff like that especially in lockdown when you can't do anything well it's very unavoidable isn't it in this like a day and age because everyone you know in your job you will almost inevitably have to have at least some screen time I know some jobs you have to have almost all screen time like as a student you're mostly going to be reading stuff on your laptop you're going to be typing on your laptop so there is a sense that screen time is inescapable and you just want to cut down on the the bits that aren't as productive that you aren't like getting as much stuff from that was definitely my thinking when I was like whoa what should I cut down taking notes or vampire diaries (laughs) the choice is so hard is it Delena or Delena yeah I think it's but I think there's an idea that you know we don't always have to be productive like I don't think it's inherently productive to go climbing um it is exercise Ando yeah but I, I think I think a productivity is different like um like in a you know capitalism sense I don't think that nice. we I'm wondering when we get on to destroying capitalism well yeah we we have to start in the first episode otherwise you know we have to set the tone early on (laughs) otherwise people will be shocked by episode three when the hobby is destroy capitalism yeah um I'll bring my sickle and hammer (laughs) wait no you bring the sickle I'll bring the hammer okay yeah 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 it'll be more balanced that way true true equal you know shared shared load as we do, otherwise be too uneven. We won't want that. Um. So anyway, back to destroying capitalism. Well, back I feel to... like I I know what you were gonna say. Oh, uh, do you? I, you read my I, mind. I feel like I do. Maybe it's even better than what you were gonna say. I don't I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Well, you say it first, and then I'll agree. Were you going to comment on how living in a capitalist society has made us feel like our worth is tied to our productivity? Yes, I was gonna say that, Liz. Yes, I know you so well. Um, so yeah destroying capitalism before (laughs) so I think being off screen isn't you know I'm going to be a more productive member of society because you know like bouldering is really going to make you more productive it's not it's going to help you be a happier person and I think that goes beyond like productivity in a normal sense I think that just is productivity in terms of your well-being well, I think you've sort of hit upon the central theme of the podcast, like being a happier person, you know? Yeah, we were going to bring that up at some point. We were so going to bring that up at some point, but Ango just like intuited it into the conversation. <laughs> She's so clever. <laughs> yeah. So how do you think um, being on screen affects your emotional well-being? Gosh, it's like a quiz. <laughs> Poorly. Poorly. Do you mean me personally or like people in general? Um, let's start with you personally and then we'll we'll go from there. Um, like, so like we were saying earlier, it depends on what you're doing on the screen. But, you know, even when I've been like working all day, it's all completely necessary screen time. I've been reading, I've been making notes. After a long day of staring at a screen, you do just feel like exhausted in a way that if you were like, if you had a break to go outside, if you were reading a book, you wouldn't feel so drained. I think that's what I've had a lot of my friends who've been working from home during lockdown, 
they say that being in front of a screen for like 10 hours a day is way more exhausting than being in the office. I don't know if you found that. Yeah, definitely. I think that the idea you're sitting in one spot, it's it's that kind of feeling you, when you have those really lazy days and you haven't really done anything, you've just kind of like, you know, you know having a chill day. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, I feel so tired. And you're like, why? I haven't really moved today. But it's that idea, I think, of sitting in one space, staring at something and not moving your body, um, I think, does make you feel really tired. And that makes you quite like emotionally tired because you don't have the space or the energy to to do the things you like doing, um, which aren't work, I assume, unless you really enjoy. <laughs> unless work is your passion. Unless you're a weirdo. <laughs> well, unless like, all you know, the hobbies that make everyone's life a bit more interesting. Um, you kind of lose the energy to do that and then you just get stuck in the cycle at least that's why and I then felt. you just like watch more tv from netflix because you can't be bothered to think of something to do at least that's what it was for me yeah but you're still tired yeah exactly you just get stuck in this oh like I've spent all day at work I'm tired I don't want to do anything I'm just gonna watch netflix I'm tired from netflix I'm gonna sleep <laughs> work repeat and it yeah it's just kind of quite scarily seeming <laughs> especially right now um kind of endless and kind of also isolating because when you're on in front of a screen yes you can see other people and talk to them which is what we're doing at the moment during lockdown but it doesn't replace that kind of I don't know I find there's a difference of connection you can have with someone off screen you can you know actually look at their body language and I don't know live as you know gesturing (laughs) over sky which no one else can see it's my body language and I mean I mean over the lockdown we did we did some Netflix parties and we Mm -hmm. like messaged over the group chat but like you were saying it's not exactly the same you don't feel like you're getting any real like meaningful social boost from that so that was definitely something that I missed and that was something that we couldn't replace we had to use technology so in that sense screen time isn't always bad but then there's the worry that once the lockdown is over you keep doing those habits yeah and it's it's hard because I mean that is the only option available to us but it's also yeah very ice yeah it is quite isolating just being I think if you're in front of a screen you're in front of like inside and probably the same walls that you've been in all day and it's just yeah it's very much like kind of prison like in some ways I've just thought of that now but we've we've hit on some very deep topics (laughs) haven't we I know I think I'm a very deep person um, profound I think this a lot (laughs) but yeah so I think that um it does affect emotional well-being to conclude (laughs) (laughs) and studies would agree with you (laughs) but um how do you feel kind of the more positive light how do you feel when um you had a week where you do a bit more things outside and off screen I think you just need that bit of variety don't you like we were saying if you've just been blobbing around inside all day then you feel gross Mm. if you've just been outside doing stuff all day then you feel stressed and I think it's just about bringing that balance into everyone's lives that balance I think lots of people lost during lockdown yeah I do think so but I mean there is always like the hope hopefully lockdown will end at some point um, hey, well we're just going into one 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Until lockdown, Harvey Ango. What are you going to do? Um, so I think I want to get back into doing more art. I think that's quite a nice, like, sort of activity where it's kind of a bit like meditation or mindfulness that like you kind of just do it and you get lost in it. And I think that's quite a nice thing to feel. I think. <laughs> what about you, Liv? Give me the thumbs up. It's <laughs> funny you say that because since the lockdown was announced, I actually decided that I was going to do this thing called NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I have actually. It's when you try to write like a 50k, what, 50k words in the month of November. Uh, so that works out to 1,667 words a day. Maths maths I did not just do that in my head that is the daily goal and so that's kind of my plan I'm like if we're gonna have a miserable time this month at least I'll like try get back into writing so look we're both doing our creative maybe we could swap hobbies for a week oh that would be quite fun yeah you could write 2,000 words a day for a week and I could draw a picture every day for a week Anyway, why don't we talk about what we're going to be doing next week to spend some more time off screen? What are we going to be doing next week? Have we decided? Well, I thought we could start with... Um, I thought we thought we were doing pottery. We're not doing that. Have you got clay? No, I can just buy some, though. That's step one. You order some clay. I've already got some clay because I was just really ahead of the game. Um, and we can try doing a wee bit of pottery... I mean, I assume you don't have a pottery wheel. No, but you don't have one either. So. I, I do not. I do not have one either. Well, I tried it like the other week when my clay first arrived and it's like way harder than I thought. I think secretly I thought I would be really, really good at it. And I would be like producing, <laughs> producing flat pots ready to sell within a week. But I didn't even manage to make a plate. It kept drying. So we might have to um have to watch a few YouTube tutorials, which ironically will be more screen time yeah I I didn't really think this through but I think in in general uh we're going to try and do something new each week um and then talk about how we found it just to I think for anyone listening to give people ideas and what to do but also all the listeners um but yeah just also I think as a nice I don't know recollection of how we found it and our thoughts on how good we are at clay making which I mean it does not sound like it's going off to a good start for Liv but so yeah I think that's all I have to say. So yeah join us next week where we'll be talking about pottery and uh, yeah thank you for listening for anyone who is. Catch you next week. Mm-hmm.